El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey! Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracks called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, she's a comic you may remember from having appeared on the show a time or two before. She has a web series called My Super Overactive Imagination that you should watch sometime, I suppose. You can also see her tell jokes all around L.A. all the time. We're always happy to have her here. Ladies and gentlemen, Maria Shahada. Also joining me, I've never actually met this guy, but from what I hear, he's a really funny comic from England. If the past history of this show is any indication, that means he'll sound exactly like Ringo Starr. If not, I'll make Brett edit the podcast to make it sound that way. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Dixon. It's going to be a great show. Hey, Maria Shahada, how are you doing? Good, Adam, how's it going? Just fantastic. I love that your demeanor just changed from as soon as we started, because you're like... That's because I'm on now. Yeah. It's time to do this. You're like one of those Chuck E. Cheese characters. Time to do this podcast. Ow! (laughs) Right? Ow, indeed. Ow, indeed. Nick Davis? Nope. Nearly. What? You told me, you said Davis! I thought I texted Dixon. Oh, Dixon, Yeah. Maybe it was. I did, did I say Dixon in the Well, intro? it's easy to prove if you want to just look at your phone. I was yeah. driving, so yeah, I could probably, easily. Yeah, who knows what I'm said. even looking at the word Dixon right now on a screen. <laughs> it was there for you. Oh, yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah, then I got it right. Don't worry. Who knows? Nick right. Dixon. Yeah. How are you? See, the problem is we have never met. Ah. And normally I don't have people on who I've never met. But Maria said, Can my boyfriend come That's on. not how I said it. That is not. Yeah, that's exactly how you said it. Oh, my God. And I said, wow. I suppose. Yeah, I that's feel, his only credit. He's really yeah. I feel so objectified by that. Yeah, you should absolutely. There were a lot of rumors about us from the last oh, yeah, I was yeah. on, which was yeah. So I had to like bring my boyfriend on just to <laughs> yeah, show everyone just to <laughs> that we are not in, de- in fact dating. Keep the paparazzi. Do I need to beat this guy up? Is that no, 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 no. May well Maybe. probably not for that. Not for that but <laughs> like, I'm sure I've done something worthy of being beat up, right? Without a doubt. Yeah. So uh, how did you two meet? Um, <laughs> actually through Liz Hit it, You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes, because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get tense. Right? Mm-hmm. I use this segment to chew. Yeah, I know you do. I'm going to eat a gummy cola bottle. No, I'm not. That'll take 15 minutes to chew. <laughs> Still be working on that halfway through this episode. Okay, we can fade it out. That was fun. So how did you guys meet? Um, Get it, Brett! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's a comedian. Um, when I was in London, uh, and my friend Liz, uh, Liz was meeting up with him for coffee. Was that a date? <laughs> no. no. But I came along. And sure. that's how we met, through my friend Liz. Oh, so you crashed a date. Yeah. Super just villain stole shit. Stole right, him right from under her. Yeah. That wasn't a date. No. Let's just confirm that on air. Yeah, from the world of comedy, you know? Yeah. I'm a comedian. Let's just get that in there as well, just so you don't think I'm just... No, I said... I th- I said just Maria's boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. I said you're a comedian. He's okay. the best accountant in London. <laughs> the 
best what? Accountant. I'm just going along with the theory that your only credit is my boyfriend. Oh, okay. Oh, I got it. So clearly Nick's the Can you do American taxes? Yes, Nick is the funny one. And I'm so more than happy to just quit climbing and let him do it. What? Can you do American taxes or is it just English ones? More importantly, can you do an American accent? Hmm. Because we, we can. We do British accents on here all the time. Oh, all the time. Terrible. <laughs> can I hear one of your British? Because no one can do a Northern yeah, accent. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. <laughs> it's me, Paul McCartney. <laughs> that wasn't. That started off quite well. It was a sort of London. It was sort of like, like Cockney East accent. Definitely. And then you said you were Paul McCartney, who's from Liverpool. So it suddenly didn't make sense. He was but... just no. He's just a poser. He's just trying to sound like a smart uh, yeah. London type. Just like Cockney accent isn't, they're not the smartest people. Yeah. Right? Or is that wrong? No one can do a northern accent. Maria tries to do it and it comes out. It's hard. Southern? Southern. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I didn't know the difference either. Yeah. They're all just the same. They're actually quite different. I don't care. Thanks for that. (laughs) You're welcome. No, that's true. Like, American accents are different. Okay. Okay. So we, go ahead. Let's hear, let's hear your American accent. Jesus, I didn't know this was going to happen. I can do. I can only do a Southern American <laughs> accent. What do you want me to say? Just I'll, say it's like great to be on the podcast. Say today. what member of the Beatles you are. <laughs> great. Say what member they of the Beatles you are. They're on the podcast. They all. Uh, <laughs> 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 this is Ringo Starr coming at you from uh, what's the podcast called? Unpopular opinions. Thank you very much. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's better than great. the shit I do. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, my column this week is uh, about other celebrities we'd like to see arrested this year. Because Bill Cosby finally got arrested. Yay! 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 That didn't take long. No. 30 years or so. Yeah. He probably thought he got away with it, too. Did you see his lawyer's defense of him on the TV? Which one? Where she was sort of playing the... She's quite cleverly playing the race card to try and trump, trump the gender card. It was quite a clever tactic. She was saying... All these women didn't want to come out and say anything, but she was saying in the 60s and 70s, they would have definitely been able to say something against an African-American man. They're, they're like going, oh, he's too powerful, we couldn't have said anything. She's going, no, they would have, because that would have been, the press would have loved that. Well, yeah, someone probably also would have chained Bill Cosby to the back of a truck and dragged him through Alabama or something. Like if he wasn't famous. It's a different time. But he was America's favorite. Even if he dad. was famous then, it probably would have gone In the 60s and bad. 70s? That's what she's saying. In the yeah. 60s, yeah. The 60s were still rough. Maybe not the 70s. Yeah, I mean, that that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that no one, like, why people couldn't come out. He still raped a bunch of women. It's also not fun to just tell people you've been raped. Yeah. So there's that also. Yeah. And it's not, like, it wasn't happening during the internet. It's not like if they did come out, they could get the news out in a widespread kind of way, like you can do now. Like, if, yeah. you, if you go public with allegations like that, a lot of people are going to find out. But then it probably would have just gone to people who ultimately controlled NBC and weren't going to let Bill Cosby's career get derailed. Right. Because she also claimed that some of, the cl- uh, some of it was like really minor claims, like that he touched someone's wrist in the 70s or that he brushed <laughs> against them at a party. So she was trying to downplay a lot of them. Hmm. I'm not saying I'm doing this. I'm just, this is what she was saying. She's like reaching. She's a lawyer. She has to. Yeah. Yeah, that's a stretch. I'm sure no one's. Yeah, if she came out and was like, yep. 30 women. That's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> That's a lot. I don't know quite what to do with that. I don't I don't think she'd be his lawyer anymore. Yeah, it sounds like it. Lawyer's just a good hype man. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always say. But he did finally get arrested. Uh they they perp walked him into 
police station. Where was he arrested in Pennsylvania? And he tripped on he his did? way in. Aww, yeah. always a comedian. <laughs> yeah, so wacky. Always a jokester right to the end, <laughs> that Cosby. Oh, oh his cellmates are going to be so People happy. People just don't get his sense of humor. Like he can Maybe just do his, his act in prison. Yeah. Cellmates get constant entertainment. That's going to be great for them. There's going to be so much cursing in prison. Though. It's like an orange that. in the news black, new black when they were like their favorite TV star was going to jail and they're like, oh, I hope she's going to this jail. Oh, yeah. So I'm just know. saying those cellmates are going to have some fun. Yeah. With Bill Cosby. He'll be in his own cell. Yeah. They're going to keep him separate. It's pretty fun stuff so far. I thought so. I was having a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, who are some other celebrities who should get arrested this year? Who should we talk about first? Let's talk about Courtney Love. Okay. That's my favorite one. Does everyone here agree with me that she probably had Kurt Cobain killed? She had him killed? Mm. Yeah, I don't think she did it. She just egged him on I think to the, I kill thought the himself. only way she might have killed him was if they were both like coke addled. Is that the word? Just both full of coke and crazy. And then she was just, she kind of just killed him on accident. I mean, yeah, there's nothing really about her to me that makes me think she would be capable of committing the perfect crime. Do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's yeah. She's kind of a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, I could see her paying someone to commit the perfect crime, but I can't see Courtney Love covering all her bases. And the thing is, they didn't cover all the bases. There's so much weird shit. Like, there's no fingerprints on the gun. The thing that bothers me most is the, the change of he... handwriting. You know? Yeah, the handwriting at the end of, sui- end of the suicide note changes. Because it seems like a normal note that's... It seems like my, a note okay. that's not a suicide my note. My handwriting changes within letters all the time. <laughs> yeah, but look... And at, I'm not even on drugs. But look at the Probably. body of that note and then look at the end. I mean, granted, he's writing bigger, but that's... Because it reads like a sort of, I'm just going to get it together and yeah. sort out my life kind of thing. And then at the end, it's like, no, no, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. A different yeah. writing. Yeah, that's the most suspicious thing. Yeah, the the, re- the letter really reads more Wouldn't like a retirement thing. Wouldn't you just come up with a whole new letter? If you killed him and you wanted to plant a suicide note, you would just rewrite the whole thing. Why would you just add on to a note he was talking about getting Because it's probably Laziness. easier. Because if you have a whole handwritten note, that's going to pass as something. Like, the even where the stuff changes at the end, they could be like, oh, he was frantic. And yeah, blah, right. Blah, blah. I, if I, okay, if I were killing Kurt Cobain or if I was killing my husband... Because if you wrote the note all yourself, they would know it wasn't his handwriting. I would type it out because people type things. This was the early '90s. Nobody had Microsoft. No one had Microsoft Word on their they had cell typewriters. phones. Typewriters. They well, no, but they did have computers. Nobody's typing saying... a suicide note <laughs> on Apple II GS. Yeah, there's no rule <laughs> for suicide notes. Well, it did. No, but you can't say that. Well, if I was Kurt Cobain, I would have done it on my Google Sheets because it wasn't <laughs> Google Sheets. <laughs> I'm not saying Google Sheets. Why didn't he put it in t- Evernote? Can, Courtney, could, she could have typed it out. I think Evernote. he actually just dictated it into Siri. Yeah. Hey, Siri. It wouldn't have been cool in the grunge scene. You've got all What's your lyric up, notebooks, and then suddenly, like, I'm going to type out my suicide note. It's not yeah. Cool. That's poser shit. Yeah. And if you killed somebody, you would put their fingerprints on the gun. What if Kurt Cobain... Or you would just wipe your fingerprints off the gun. I mean, am I just, like, a smart... We all know. <laughs> I would put, if he was lying there dead, I would take his hand and put his Okay, so how did his, how are there no fingerprints on the gun? Because he, wasn't he killed wearing, himself with his foot. He wasn't He pulled wearing, the trigger with his foot. Okay, how come there's no he probably, thumb, or no toe prints on the gun? Socks. Toes? <laughs> what if he just. He was wearing shoes also. That should be noted. He was wearing shoes when he died. He so, struck. Okay, how do you no, pull the, no tr- how do you pull the trigger with shoes on? How do you, he strikes me as someone in the Pacific Northwest who wears his sweaters a little long, so maybe just used his own sweater. Yeah, he always yeah. had those, like... Yeah. The long... Yeah, the sweater went a few inches past the hands on the sleeve department. Sure, sure. My thing just to... My thing is I can't imagine Courtney Love having it together at any point in her life to arrange a murder of yeah. someone. 
even 20 years after the fact, I have no idea if she's sober or anything. So now. I still can't imagine she'd be able to organize anything. So like the, the reason Kurt Cobain couldn't have been murdered is she's too we're sexist, basically. No, no, we're no, sexist. Don't no, think it's women. She's a, are... a mess. She's like a she's a drug addict, crazy person as well. If you were married to like George but, Clooney's wife, we wouldn't. But she didn't need to do that much. Or she's Kaiser Soze, and this whole like I'm a sloppy mess. It's me, Courtney Love. I'm just I just do weird stuff. She walks away, and she's walking like Kevin Spacey now. Maybe right. that could be. I, what about the all the heroin in his system? He had like a lethal amount of heroin in his system, and he had injections in both arms. What does that prove? He couldn't fire the gun. He was he would have been too incapacitated from heroin hmm. to fire that gun. How quickly does heroin work? Quickly Instantly. enough that you wouldn't be able to fire the gun. That's why it's such a big issue. Well, guns go off all the time. Man! <laughs> I just don't think Courtney did it. What guns go off all the time? People accidentally die from gunfire. What if like a, a Home Alone sort of thing where like there was a string attached to the trigger and the, mouse, now that and the mouse ran over the string and Daniel Stern hit the mouse and the bowling ball hit. Joe Pesci, I, you know that could that could all very well be. None of it proves Courtney did it. It just proves someone else probably did it. Someone right. other than Kurt. Her uh, lawyer at the time though thinks she. That's kind of the. If there's a documentary called Soaked in Bleach that's on Netflix now, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is based on interviews with her lawyer at the time, a woman named Rosemary Carroll, who absolutely thinks Courtney Love had something to do with it. Well, documentaries are always a fair representation That's of all sides. Shut up! I her hate. own lawyer thinks that is what you're saying. Yeah, her, her own. So even Bill Cosby's lawyer was like, he didn't. He wasn't that bad. But right. Courtney Love's lawyer is like, no, she did this. Yeah, Courtney Love's lawyer was like, nah, she probably had something to do with that. Okay. And she was one of the first people who, like, almost immediately, she was like, no, there's something wrong with this. Hmm. If you if you watch that documentary, they it brings up I'll watch a lot it. of interesting. Also, it says. Points. The gun was never checked for pringer fingerprints until a month after he killed himself. They just thought it was a suicide. They never checked any of the fingerprints on it. And then when they checked it a month after he died, they didn't really get much of it. No fingerprints on the bullets either. Hmm. I, was, I don't know. If, is that how bullets work? Yeah. Yeah, there would be fingerprints on the shell. Yeah, shot, shotgun shells. I've no. seen a few movies. Yeah. About yeah. guns. Well, Have you ever seen, uh, is it called Last Days, the Kurt Cobain movie? Yeah. Gus Van Sant. Gus Van Sant did. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, it's, it's artsy. Yeah, it's very artsy. The guy who plays Kurt Cobain doesn't speak at all. Ooh. It's Michael Pitt from Boardwalk Empire. Oh, that's... I like Michael Pitt. Yeah, I like Michael Pitt, too. Really underutilized in that movie in that he has no dialogue. There's just, like, shit happening around him, and then Kurt Cobain will, like, peek his head in the room, and that's it. Then he kills himself. Hmm. Yeah, after watching that film, you probably would want to kill yourself. It's, yeah. <laughs> it had that vibe about it. You're like, I can see why he did this. You yeah. You had to wander around near a river, not talking. Of course you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. My favorite part in the movie is someone talks him into buying one of those big heaters that they used to have on the sidelines at NFL games. Mm. That just like, it's like a jet engine. And <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden he's just got one of those in his house. And I think that was supposed to like indicate that he like his life was out of control. Like everyone else was, <laughs> everyone else was calling the shots, and now he's got an NFL space heater in his house. What a weird fucking movie! This sounds awful. Yeah, I, I mean, bet it was warm though. Yeah, but I mean, it's really hot when you when you shoot shit. There's lights everywhere. It's already really hot. When you what? When you shoot shit. I don't know what this point was. Shoot shit like heroin or like with guns? No, film. <laughs> I'm lost. I've never seen the movie. I don't know what I don't know what to say about. Do you that know one. who it Kurt Cobain like, is? Yeah, he was like lead singer of Pearl Jam. Yeah, 
Stone Temple Pilots, I believe. Oh, okay. Right. Just died recently. They're headlining yeah. uh, New Orleans Jazz Fest. Who is? Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam? <laughs> With Kurt Cobain. That Vetter, wouldn't surprise Vetter's me. Out, his, his hologram. That's his comeback gig. Yeah, could you see a, uh, I could see a Cobain hologram tour. And, I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. That would be so obnoxious. I don't want yeah. them to do that. Did you see the Nick Broomfield film? Yeah, yeah. It's called Kurt and Courtney, I think. That yeah. was like the first documentary that... Just an annoying English guy wandering into a conversation. A lot like this, really, today. Wandering into a <laughs> conversation about Kurt Cobain. He just wanders out. He's, he's done a Biggie and Tupac one as well, where he's just in the hood going, so you knew Biggie. What was that like? And you're, like you're going, why is no one shooting this guy? I don't understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Kurt Cobain one is very similar, just sticking his nose in and solving nothing. What's weird about that one is he interviews a guy named El Duce, who said that Courtney Love offered him $20,000 to kill Kurt Cobain. And told him uh, where the shotgun was and where he should do it. And uh, he said he didn't take the money. And then like three days after that interview, he died. Some dude showed up. The, the last people who saw him saw him with some guy who they'd never seen before. And then El Duce got hit by a train. And no one's seen that guy since. Oh, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah. That's well, weird, right? So, I mean, why wouldn't Courtney Love just divorce him? Because she would have lost a ton of money. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. What was that? What, what was the I description just... of that guy? He was. He was in a rape rock band. Yeah, yeah. He, like this guy's not the strongest witness. Like you wouldn't yeah. probably wouldn't be able to put this guy on stage. Lead singer of the self-described rape rock band, The Mentors. I didn't know rape rock was a genre. I feel pretty naive. Yeah, I didn't either. But apparently, if you need someone killed, you go to your local rape rock band <laughs> and see if they want to uh, escalate their crimes a to bit. To murder rock. Yeah. yeah. It's self de- he, said, he self-described it as well, rape that's rock. That's the amazing thing. Because Wikipedia will not, refuses to put him in the genre of rape right. rock. He it says he's heavy metal, punk, and shock rock. Rape's no. pretty shocking. I would say so. Yeah. El Duce is a badass nickname. Yeah. That yeah. means the Duce. El Duce. Yeah. Brett, can I call you El Duce from now on? I would love it. Yeah. Brett, can I throw But you, you will in front have to describe train? me as a rape rock artist. Okay. As well. <laughs> can, I, can I mysteriously a throw you in front of a train someday? It would be sweet, really. <laughs> Everyone in this podcast is so happy. I know. We're all just reflecting your face. <sighs> See? I'm still oh, good about the name thing. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember now in the intro if I said it right or not. That's all right. I, I think, think I did. I, I think you I, did. This actually said, ends up making it more memorable. I said it you right. It up. And if not, we'll just edit it out and it'll just say Nick. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, you said only Dick, you definitely Nick. said Dixon. So okay. Much, so in much that, disdain. I got it right. Guys, you're not giving when a you said, good yeah. impression of this country. I thought you guys were nice. Oh, we positive. hate this country. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. I'd rather live where you live. Yeah. Really? No. 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 that. Second best, though. Second best, for sure. Great here. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't think Courtney Love is ever going to be arrested for this. They actually reopened the case not too long ago. Oh. And they still haven't. There's still been nothing that's happened with it. It says it says here that once a week on Twitter, Seattle PD gets a request to reopen the case. And then they did. Yeah. And, well, El Duce is dead, so there goes that. That would have been my first guess. Just once a week. Is it always the same guy? <laughs> yeah. Is it really hard to believe that Kurt <laughs> would kill himself? No, not at all, but there's just not... I, I feel like the evidence points more toward him not. 
Yeah, that's it. why it's such a strong murder because he, you think he's exactly the kind of guy that would kill himself. Yeah. Right. But he actually. He's a great candidate for murder. Yeah. That's what you should do. You should go around finding suicidal people. Yeah. And then kill them. Yeah. Like if I was going to kill Jeff, like I'd kill Jeff right away because Jeff, like, seems like. A little suicidal. Yeah. He? he seems like he'd be down. <laughs> he's in a the dark dude. Enough. Who's Jeff? Jeff um, May. Just anyone. You don't want to know. He's, okay. he's on this podcast a lot. Yeah. Uh, Is that why really, he's suicidal? Really, really funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, podcast that was a bad move. <laughs> podcast is over. God damn it. So yeah, Courtney Love, she'll get it someday. She'll get it. She'll get it when judgment Or, or she should come comes. out with a new album. If they're going to reopen this case, this is a good time to come out with a new album. Lots of publicity. Who's going to write it for? No, she killed the one person who would have. <laughs> well, no, Billy Corgan. He wrote the album that came out after that. Oh. Oh, yeah. Which was a great album, Celebrity Skin. Okay. So she could just start dating him again. He's not doing anything. Uh, hasn't he changed He's running to... like an auto trader website yeah. now. William Corbin. William what Corbin. What if it was Grohl? William! Yeah. He's changed his name to William now. Such a pretentious move from the guy that mm. wrote a 13-minute song called Porcelain of the Vast Oceans. Who expected that guy to be pretentious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if it was Dave Grohl? Uh, that'd be great. If Dave Grohl... He doesn't like it, does Kurt he? Kurt Cobain had the amulet. He had the amulet that makes you a rock star. And Dave Grohl said, I want the amulet. And Dave Grohl has never uh, given up the I amulet. do actually... I, I did meet someone once who thought seriously in his heart that Dave Grohl killed Kurt Cobain. And he said the reason he did it was because he wanted out of the band. It's like, <laughs> Kurt Cobain would have just let him leave the band. Yeah, he, just he's not, the band. he just hates confrontation. Yeah. So he's like... <laughs> just, it'd be easier just to kill this guy than have an awkward chat. Or you know what? Dave Grohl probably is in love with Courtney Love, and so he had to get rid of her. <laughs> no one's in love and then he wanted Courtney to adopt love. Francis Bean. He seems to really no hate Courtney Love, doesn't he? Wasn't he not even in that recent that's, documentary? That's how you know he loves yeah, her. Yeah, he's not in, he's oh, not yeah. in the, uh, montage the HBO of, yeah, montage. I didn't see it yet, but he's not even in it yet. It's really good, but see, no one ever talks shit about documentaries like that that are like mostly positive and not terrible. Buzz Osborne from the Melvins, who's one of Kurt Cobain or was one of Kurt Cobain's best friends, said that documentary is all made up garbage. But it's not like there's nothing super slanderous or anything. They make it seem like he killed himself because Courtney Love almost cheated on him. Oh, that's sad. Almost. <laughs> but I also don't feel almost. Yeah, like she yeah. didn't. Yeah, but I also feel like he wouldn't do that. No. In what way did well, okay. In what way did what? She almost cheat on Kurt. Like, how, was she like half clothed when he walked in? I don't, they don't or was give she us like half a, out the door. Like, I'm going to go cheat on you. Details. Oh, well, that sounds like a shitty documentary. Yeah, that because it's Courtney Love saying it. It's just her. It's a romanticized. Um, giving she was at a party thing. and some guy kissed her. She didn't kiss him. He kissed her, and oh, she didn't that want old. it. That old ruse. Yeah, I don't know I, what. I don't know I the details behind there. that. But that's what that documentary kind of makes it out to seem is. Like, that's why he killed himself. And Buzz Osborne, who actually knew him, said, no, that documentary's garbage. Mm. So, who do we believe? Tom Grant, that's the name of the private investigator who's been... Courtney Love actually hired him. He is the private investigator that Courtney Love hired when she filed a missing persons report on Kurt Cobain. And Tom Grant, after being hired, was like, oh, I think she had him killed. Like, even the person she hired... So her right. lawyer thinks she killed him. <laughs> well, that, Tom like, Grant, her own private investigator, thinks she killed him. Um, her mom, father thinks, thinks she so, killed yeah. him. Really? Tom Grant, though, speaks like a 1930s Dashiell Hammett character and always thinks it's the dame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very she dedicated. She came into my office, see? <laughs> she had a look of trouble. 
he back uh, in the day, you used to be able to go on his website and buy. He would send you this book of like all of his evidence, and it was signed, and I bought it. <laughs> who, who signed it? He did? Or Kurt, she did? Kurt Cobain. Oh, nice. No, uh, Tom Grant signed it. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be funny if Courtney Love signed them too? I still think. Oh, what if Dave... you could get her to autograph one of those? Just like throw it in her face without. That'd yeah. be so great. Where is she? Is she in Seattle? Let's find her. Who knows? No, I think she's in LA. I still think it was Dave Grohl in the uh, library with the amulet. Totally. He wanted, he wanted out of that band, guys. No other way to do it. He wanted out of the band and into Courtney Love's pants. And into a much worse band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Significantly worse band. Okay. Should we talk about Woody Allen? I didn't know anything about Woody Allen and the seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. Or we well, can... I don't know a lot because I didn't. I, I should have. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Let's just leave. Yeah. Indian oh, you're really not going to keep going? Okay. Woody I, Allen was, I'm was, worried about going on it because I love Woody Allen so much. I don't know if I want to. That's the hard part. I think I we're getting it. to a point where we... I know a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, so to give me some background. Well, what is the story y- with Me this? and Farrow alleged that Woody Allen did something with a seven-year-old in an attic of some sort. Um, but it, it, there's a lot of evidence that he didn't. And me and Farrow is just completely bonkers. Uh, yeah, I've read some of that. Uh, I mean, one of, the main, one of the things I thought was really interesting is that Mia Farrow, she alleged that he did this, and then she was still saying to him, hey, so I've got to sort out my um, costume for the movie. And he's like, what? And she thought they were going to be working on this movie. And he's like, uh, you know, after you publicly accused me of pedophilia, they, that kind of ruins the working relationship. She's yeah. like, oh, that's how mad she is. Like, she just <laughs> thought she could just do that. I'm like, yeah, well, hang on, what's the problem? So it seems like she's so bitter that she's just attacked him in all sorts of ways, including this allegation. That's what I think, but... Um, there's very little evidence that he went up into this. Like, the time he had to do it was very short. He doesn't like small spaces. He just went up there. He's still, he's still done some dodgy stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, the whole totally. Sue New thing. But I say, like, let's focus on what he's actually definitely done rather than this stuff that he didn't do. Yeah, I've actually, now that I'm looking at it, I have read about this. And it does seem, it seems like a sketchy story. If nothing else, it's really hard to prove. Well, did the girl say that she, he did it? I don't actually know that. We forgot to ask her. I don't her. think so. Yeah, well, no one asked her. No one asked. Wasn't she? Was she? Someone. Someone was coached by. There was this. There's a video Dil- where someone's yeah. saying something, but Mia Farrow's going to be coaching it. Yeah, Dylan Farrow is Mia Farrow's daughter, who is the seven-year-old who was allegedly molested by Woody Allen, and and apparently there was a seven-month investigation that it was inconclusive to whether or not she had been molested, and in, part of it was that she gave kind of opposing reports of what happened and contradicted herself dylan the child contradicted herself and seemed coached by uh her mother and probably lawyers so it was inconclusive they couldn't figure it out yeah and that was it she was coached and it did and you you ask him would mia farrow do something that vengeful well she gave sent him a valentine's day card with knives in in woody allen's face it was just like dark have you seen that no, it was I like a sort of dark version of a Valentine's Day card with like knives in all their faces and saying you you ruined everything. Kind of, I mean, she's she's mental. Yeah, I guess you know, now that they're all kind of adults, Dylan, the daughter, has said she kind of stands by her allegation. But the her brother Moses, which is Moses Pharaoh, so Mia Pharaoh's <laughs> other uh, son, says that Woody wouldn't have done it. So I don't know. It just seems like a crazy thing. But also, yeah, as you guys what, said, there's what he is kind the of has now? a bit. Of, he's a yeah, exactly. Who cares what you think? You weren't, you weren't there. He wouldn't have done that. How do you know he married his stepdaughter? Or, or well, his daughter, he, his adopted even, daughter? Yeah, and not, I even, tend to not think... even his adopted daughter. Andre Previn's adopted daughter. I just want to get this clear. It's not even his adopted daughter. Sorry, I'm always sticking up. But he raised Woody. her, right? 
He raised uh, her? Yeah, oh, a bit. Well, that's yeah. still very awful. It's and, not great. And it's I tend to think... It's not yeah, great. even I if t- he didn't raise her, just knowing it's your ex-wife's adopted daughter. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, but uh, it's not great, but I, let's just get the facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Even, even though the facts are still not great, but, you know, sorry. But, like, if you, uh, if you know how if you see a cockroach, there's, like, thousands more cockroaches that are hidden? I mean, so the adoptive daughter is one cockroach. This is probably <laughs> true. Mm. That's such no, a I mean, great way to movies, put it. You know, Manhattan <laughs> is about him <laughs> being in love with a 16, 17-year-old. Yeah. The, it's, all, it's, all, like, it's like the like, first draft. It's like it... Roman Polanski and how like he, he got like for the 13-year-old girl. But he came out in, in his own bi- like biography and like other things saying like, yeah, like young girls are, are hot. Everybody wants to fuck a young girl. Like that, that, he's that's his... That's a dodgy defense. Like that's his other defenses. It was mean? the seventies. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he did it. So it's like, but yeah. He's... So it's just like he had a thing for young girls. It's not unfounded that Woody would molest a seven-year-old. No, no, it's not at all. Well, it's not the same thing, though, is it? Seven is a lot younger, and he's actually had an ongoing relationship with Sunny, which still goes on to this day, which might even be weirder. But in a way, that shows that's actually quite a stable relationship. You know, in a way, in a way, I think that makes it slightly less creepy. Or possibly much more, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of creepy, but I think you're right. The fact that they, the fact that they've stayed together, says something. Like that teacher was it? Is it Mary Kay Letourneau? Like one of the first big teacher sex scandals. She's still married to the student that she had the scandal with. Like mm-hmm. 20 years later, after they've been in prison, they are still a strong family unit. Because when couples go through shit together, they stick together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but that, I mean, yeah, I was going to say women tend to not sleep with younger men because they're into younger men, but because they've fallen in love with the person. And that's a huge generalization. But guys tend to sleep with younger people because they're just attracted to younger people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, silence. so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about Roman Polanski? Should he ever be arrested? No, it's, just, it's over now. <laughs> Come on. What? It doesn't work that way. He's like 85. So what? what? Like he's been paying for it his whole like since he did it. He's been running. You know. Oh, how, he's been paying you know, like, for it. He running. just he just like lives in another country. No, you're Ooh. right. He did, he's had a pretty good life. Like but you know what it's like trains. to have yeah, <laughs> like El Duce. R. I. P. El Duce. Do you know what it's like to have something hanging over your head like that? I mean, like well, don't fuck thirteen year olds then. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That yeah. Polanski is also in a rape rock band as well. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> a really good one. But and the Manson murders happened at his place, right? Dude, talk about marrying your mother. Okay, so like his wife, his wood- mom, she died in Auschwitz and she was pregnant and she was gassed. And, oh. then, so, and then his wife was pregnant when she was stabbed. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Like the pattern's there. Did you know Woody Allen's next movie is about a rape rock band <laughs> with uh, Miles Teller? <laughs> Miles Teller is like kind of the, the young, you know, Woody Allen type. And he's the Duce. Yeah. The Duce. I'll look out for that. But you, you hear <laughs> Roman Polanski someone that you hear... You hear that defense a lot, especially from people in Hollywood. They're like, ah, let him come back. It's fine. Yeah, well, because in a human level, on a legal level, it's sort of not fine. But when you look at the, the story, like he escaped Auschwitz, his mom was killed, you know, yeah, his wife brutally murdered. He's 82, whatever. In a way, the, the woman himself, who's, who's men have raped, has said, I don't know what they want from him. She said that herself. In a way, you know, what, yeah, what good will it do to arrest this guy? Now? Well, yeah, because he's settled <clears throat> with her, I believe. Yeah, and he's paid her a half a million dollars or something, at at least more. Is that the going rate? Yeah. Sex with a 13 year old? I think so. Half a a million dollars? Spendy. (laughs) Well, he went to jail. He paid for it. She's like, I don't even know. Yeah, he didn't really go to jail. But part of the problem is he, I think, had made a deal here 
that would have involved him not doing any more jail time. Yeah. And at the last minute, the judge or prosecutor he made that deal with was like, no, you're going to go to jail. Yeah, he the was judge like, was like, no, I'm not. It's like, or France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd already done 42 days in jail, and then he's like, the judge looked like he was going to send him back rather than probation. And I, yeah, he obviously yeah. didn't love those 42 <clears throat> days to the point yeah. where he's like, I'm going to run away forever rather than do that. Yeah. Fuck America. Because he's a very small I'm, guy. He probably wouldn't have done that well in jail. No, especially not as a pedophile. No. That would be... A tiny French pedophile <laughs> in an American jail. That's the worst thing he could be, basically. Yeah, that would be bad, <laughs> bad times for Roman Polanski. But he still should probably go to jail. He got arrested he makes in... Art films. You know I mean? He got arrested in Sweden, I oh, think. Sw- yeah. Switzerland or Switzerland. Sweden? Switzerland. Switzerland. In Zurich. Yeah, trying to enter Switzerland. That's a but country they, with a city in it. They refused to extradite him to the U.S. A lot of countries did that, like France, Poland. Yeah, because he's a like, celebrated European no. filmmaker. So we're like, we're not giving him to you Americans. Right. Yeah. Because So obviously Europe doesn't care about his little rape. <laughs> we should send SEAL Team 6 in to extract him. Mm-hmm. Bring him back. Yeah. That would be a good use yeah. of taxpayer funds. Zero Dark 13. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Thirteen because the, the girl was thirteen. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was good, right? Yeah, that's so funny. That's good. I know. Um, wow. I didn't get it at first, but now I well, appreciate you got it. it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Don't worry. Things are different in Europe. They drink wine from about the age of eight, so why not? You know, in France, everything's a bit more. Well, I th- there isn't. What is the age of consent in Europe? Do you have any idea? I don't know. I've heard it's pretty low in Germany. Is that true? I think someone told me it was fourteen. Somewhere. I don't know if I want to Google age of consent. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> We're on work computers. Why not? Well, not. But it's different it's everywhere, which does raise the question, doesn't it? I mean, what is underage since the age of consent is different in different countries. Yeah. It's different in different states in America. Middle East, you're marrying those girls. Seven, yeah. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. I know in South Dakota. Not da- that that's happy times for them. In South Dakota, it was 16. I know that. And I know most places it's 18. There's like 20 or 30 states where it's 16. Well, like, what do you think? Because David Bowie, like, a, like girl, was it one girl or a lot of girls came out saying that they had underage sex with David Bowie when he died? Yeah, and that's that was come just out like a sign of the times. They had sex, underage sex with him when he died. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> I know, I know. A lot of necrophilias in this country. Like, you wouldn't even... Yeah, I mean, I, that would be a problem, but it like, he never got arrested for it. What? Did so, he? No, I'm just saying that like, you don't... You don't. You want Roman Polanski to be arrested. Is I'm just, yeah, I'm asking But you don't be... care if David Bowie... Like, well, we he... can't hardly arrest David Bowie now. No. Can we? No. But you're like, well, he it never got arrested. Bad taste. No, but I'm just saying that posthumous claims, what are we supposed to do about that? That means after death. I know what posthumous so I just always say posthumous, and I was wondering if that well, was wrong. Well, in England with the... Is that wrong? Jimmy's, yeah. 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 <laughs> Now's the time to change to posthumous. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down, Maria. Posthumous. Um, we've had Jimmy Savile in England, and it's all been posthumous. He's, oh, he, yeah. I mean, he did everything you could possibly... Necrophilia, the whole... Every crime you can do, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Who is and this? Jimmy Savile in England, a popular childhood entertainer from my childhood, who's turned out to be like a multiple pedophile, possible necrophiliac, molesting disabled girls in hospitals, kind of Jesus. as bad as it can possibly be, ultimate monster type of guy. Yeah, but that's all come out after his death because he, in his life, he had so many ways of making sure it didn't come out. So you can still investigate. Well, stuff. When, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe we could find that out about Bowie. That'd be a bummer. Yeah, yeah, this is the time to start gradually ruining his reputation. Yeah, that's yeah. What happens. That's What's what he going to do about that's it what, now? I mean, that happens, that's what happens when you die. You, 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 like, somebody comes out to ruin your reputation. Like when Steve Jobs died, somebody came out to say what an asshole he was. Like his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, he was or an ex-girlfriend. asshole. Though. Yeah, okay. But I mean, you know, you can't just, you can't die with grace anymore. <laughs> what you want to do is ruin it when you're alive, like Michael Jackson. Then it carries on roughly the same. Yeah. 
Then right. once you're dead, people are like, okay, Actually, okay, he's he dead, though. Such, he's dead, but oh my God, let's remember all the good he did. Yeah. And all the good music he, he brought to this world. Is it going to take that for OJ? Like, once OJ dies, we'll be like, eh, he was, he was a, a good great running back, though. <laughs> God damn, he was a he good running naked back. Films. Yeah. I watched a documentary about the USC Trojans and Reggie Bush, who got wrapped up in the scandal after he left college. They made USC remove all mention of him ever being at the school. And I'm like, shit, is OJ still listed? Because all Reggie Bush's family did was live in a house that someone else paid for. Wow. It's harsh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he never existed. I feel like all of our heroes have a dark secret that will come out. Like, you know what, you know what I mean? Like, Louis C.K., very funny man. And now, like, but like women came out, like, saying that he used to, he would just did they? masturbate in front. Well, they, tr- they were going to. Well, no one said his name, though. But until you just said it now. No, we know. No. Who, Sorry, Louis. Sorry about that. No, the Jen Kirkman <laughs> thing. She didn't specifically say Louis C.K. No, but somebody else did, and then the, her podcast. Like somebody was like, "Oh, Jen had made reference to something like this," and they put yeah. it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just feel like, like, is there's so many people that we keep finding out horrible things about that. It's just maybe everybody's got a dark secret. I saw, a, I saw like comments mine. about that on the internet about Louis, and people say, "How? Oh, how could he?" People were commenting, "How could he do this?" I can't believe it. You can't believe this from him. A guy who talks about being a slob and masturbating pretty much that's yeah. his career. Yeah, go, I can't believe he would masturbate in front of a girl, and I can definitely <laughs> <laughs> massively believe that. Yeah, he looks like the kind of person. Yeah, who would still a good guy, a great comic, but like, yeah, he blocked a doorway once, which is not amazing. The blocking a door, Did you hear right. that? That's yeah. what his men are doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he blocked the doorway maybe. so she couldn't get out. Until he finished, jerked off, and he just pretty mild for given how famous he is, right? Oh, yeah. that's what you were going to say. Pretty mild, <laughs> given what he could probably get away with, right? But it would be so awkward. I was watching for the... everyone. I feel like it would be awkward for him too. Like, yeah. well, obviously, It'd definitely. Be awkward. It would, what would be awkward? Just that whole scenario, it's like a classic Louis scene, isn't it? Jerk off I in front that of a that's woman. Probably did... what got him off was just this woman, like, like, oh, come on. <laughs> 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 Do you have to do this now? And like, the more annoyed she looks, the more just he's probably like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's I practically do. put it out. I was watching. The, I watched three episodes of Louis on the plane. One of them, he tries to rape, sort of tries to rape. Pam. Have you seen that one, Pamela Adlon? And she, she go, asked him to. He sort of yeah. he sort of grabs her a little bit, and she goes, "What are you doing? This would be rape if you weren't so stupid." And then she goes, <laughs> "You can't even rape well." So he basically put you know that creepy sort of trying to sort of yeah push her into it. Sort of he's pretty much how you imagine all those things would have gone. And he puts it in Louis anyway, so he's yeah, not even hiding but, it really. Oh, so she wasn't like asking him to rape her? No, no. He just oh. sort of grabs at her in a sort of ineffectual way and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on. And it's sort of, you're like, yeah, that's roughly how that would go, all those allegations, you know. Right. God damn it, Louis. I mean, but now we're going to get to the point where we have to hate every artist because they're all fucked up in some way. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You yeah. just have to weigh what they've done. Ah, oh, Kelly, you have to just weigh up what they've done, which is the fascinating thing, isn't it? Like Plansky did make some great movies and that seems to be the equation people make in their head. Yeah. The Michael Jackson equation. People are just like, come on, look at the music. We don't really know what he did. Yeah. And we know the music's great. And people do make that. Yeah. R. Kelly gave us Trapped in the Closet, y'all. Yeah. yeah. So. So if he traps a few girls in the closet, yeah. hey. <laughs> so he's got that one video from the 90s that's disturbing. I, can, I believe I can fly video. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's the one the where one. he pees on the girl, right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Is that guy? Yeah. He's never going to go to jail. R. Kelly? Yeah. Nah. I know, Ignition Remix sorts that out for you. That's <laughs> such a good track. It is a really good song. Yeah, the last... Wanna, yeah. Should we talk about Marvin Harrison? Yeah, sure. No one even knows who Marvin Harrison is. I know who Marvin Harrison no. is. I know now. But you didn't, Brett, you didn't know anything about... I didn't know anything about allegations. 
No. That that's what I love about this story is Marvin Harrison when he played he played for the Indian, Indianapolis Colts his entire career. He's a mm-hmm. wide receiver. He's eligible for the Hall of Fame this year, I believe. And he was always a really quiet guy. Like he didn't he yeah. wasn't like a he wasn't, wasn't a typical... the type to celebrate in the end zone. He was like a Barry Sanders type. He was of. the perfect fit for Peyton Manning, just very yeah, low very key business. Like, oh, I'm just doing my work. I'm just doing what God gave yeah. me. And he might have also murdered a guy. <laughs> But in a humble way. Yeah, yeah. He didn't he was... celebrate after. <laughs> the guy's name was Dwight Dixon. Any relation? Yeah, my cousin. Yeah. Nice. And uh, this guy was killed in Philadelphia in July of 2009. Well, we should back up a little. He filed a civil lawsuit against Marvin Harrison, claiming that Marvin Harrison shot him after an altercation. And ballistics reports traced the bullet that hit him back to a gun owned by Marvin Harrison. But Marvin Harrison said he didn't have the gun that day. Yeah, just like... I let people borrow my gun all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's like you let someone borrow your car, a Blu-ray, of Iron Giant. You just yeah. loan these things out. Yeah. yeah. But you just Can say, I... but don't shoot anyone. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need it for? To not shoot something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take it. So that's probably a civil suit he was going to lose. And this guy who filed the lawsuit gave an interview to ESPN 60 a few days before. Well, he gave an interview to ESPN 60 about the incident. And then a few days later, got shot and killed right by two businesses owned by Marvin Harrison. Hmm. And at the, when police showed up at the scene, he said he thought the two incidents were related. But then he died before he could be fully interviewed. Yeah. And there's a witness even said that they saw Marvin Harrison's cousin do it. Yeah. So it doesn't look good. This investigation was opened in 2010, and it's 2016 now. And Marvin Harrison is probably going to be in the NFL Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. And it, it, but he keeps getting it. They found the gun when he was driving the wrong way down a one-way street in Philadelphia. Yeah. Which is not a smart thing to do yeah. if you've got a gun and if you probably kill someone. But uh, <laughs> he no, seems to keep no. getting an incident. And then, it, and then he had another incident when some he got shot at again. Some burglars got into his car right. in 2014. I was like... Just leave Philadelphia. Why does he just... You know what I mean? Yeah, why is he even in Philadelphia? He played in Indianapolis. That's his hometown, apparently, but still. Get out of there. Yeah, Philly's no good for anyone. Wet Fresh Prince left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get out of the hood. His mother needed to send him to Bel Air. And this... I feel like all the trouble the NFL has had in recent years has probably been good for Marvin Harrison. Because there have been legitimate murderers coming out of the NFL, like Aaron Hernandez. He's in prison now. Ray Carruth. But I think that happened before this. But all like there's so many crazy stories happening with the NFL. I think this one just got kind of lost in the yeah. shuffle. If the NFL was had an exemplary behavior record, then Marvin Harrison would probably be the why biggest it, story. Why is it taking six years? They're not. They, nobody's even. They're not even talking about it. Well, I know. That, I know all about all sorts of crime stories related to NFL players, and I'd never heard of this before. Yeah. It's weird. Like, no one... Maybe if he danced in the end zone more, maybe people would care. He's just kind of an unassuming Yeah. I think that could could be part of it. We even talked about on the Cracked Pod a couple... um, Last week, Soren brought up how there's allegations against Peyton Manning that he did some kind of sexual assault thing in college, but swept under the rug. John Elway, too, swept under the rug. You don't hear about it ever because we like to say, ooh, Peyton Manning, he's an upstanding guy. John Elway, upstanding guy. Marvin Harrison, he's one of the good ones. He's not one of the wide receivers who dances and acts like a diva. He's a good one. He's friends with Peyton Manning. Yeah. 
That's where Bill Cosby went wrong. It was too many. Because he probably couldn't have got, he could have gotten away with a few because people would sweep it under the rug because they like Bill Cosby. Yeah. And then like 30 came out. Uh, yeah, 40. there's like an FDA. Just like so many. It's like you got greedy. Limit Bill. of breaks <laughs> you can have. Right. Just like there's like a certain amount of bug that can be in a can of applesauce. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like there's limits. Right. Yeah. I think this case, it's also really complicated. There's like a guy called Dixon. There's a guy called Nixon. And there's, you know. There's oh, yeah. I'd throw it out of court. Just right. I, just, I can't. You guys, I can't. I've been trying to understand it. It's like the statements of Dixon and Nixon. I'm like, uh, you know, it is a complicated case. I'm I mean, confused. I, Did you just say there's a certain amount of bugs that can be in applesauce? <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Like, oh, I thought that was an American thing. That. I didn't come Like up. the FDA has all of these guidelines in place for like how many bug parts can be in applesauce? In any, in any food. Any food. There's like I'm really concerned about applesauce. A certain <laughs> a certain number of rodent hairs that can be in yeah any food yeah you yeah. can't what what is the you number can't then? control it all yeah two two okay <laughs> two bugs. two bugs per per apple of per sauce butter. enough parts to build two bugs mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how much can be in there they can be separate parts though yeah I don't know uh should we do comments yeah yeah, yeah? let's do comments you know it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. I want you to know that's not completely true. No. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past couple shows and respond to them personally. <clears throat> oh, faded out breath. That was a really tender moment, you guys. Do we have any voicemails? Yeah, we do. This is going back to the O.J. Simpson episode from oh, a couple of weeks ago. Does everyone agree with me really hard that O.J. didn't do it? Yes. Okay. Hey, guys. I was just listening to the O.J. episode, and I was thinking it was just such a crazy coincidence that the racist cop who pretty much admitted to framing O.J. has the exact same name as Fox News' law enforcement consultant for the Ferguson case. I mean... That's just crazy that those two would have the same name, and they even kind of look alike. It's just... Are they, is Mark Furman? Oh, Mark Furman. Motherfuckers. Mark Furman is a Fox News course, like legal correspondent. Really? Law enforcement co- correspondent. They had Mark Furman covering Ferguson? Yeah. God I looked damn. It, I looked it up when we got this voicemail, and it is true. He is like a Fox News talking head like when it comes to police like investigation. That's matters. insane. Do you know? Do you remember Mark Furman? Nope. What? Sorry. He is the racist cop from the OJ trial, the one who swore under oath that he had never used the N word, and then Johnny Cochran like hit play, <laughs> and there's a tape of him saying it like 55 times in 40 Here seconds. We go. Here we oh go. my Picture god! Picture a triple box with George Zimmerman, Mark Furman, and some blonde woman who's probably ter- terrible. So you you get oh, some, you get to use that's some... so crazy. That Mark Furman is, of all the people, especially to bring in to talk about Ferguson, one of history's most racist cops. Maybe he wanted to redeem himself. How? By speaking about Ferguson. Jesus, I don't know. He's the reason OJ was found innocent. The first, if you just type in Mark Furman Fox News, go into Google Images, the first thing is a screenshot of him, and the, the lower third a graphic says... Uh, it's a screenshot of him on Fox News. It says, Mark Furman, hashtag one lucky guy. What the fuck? I don't even know. I don't even want to know what that means. Should we search it? Like, what? Yeah, what does that mean? Like, he was he was anything but lucky. Like, he... Uh, he was lucky for not being Do you remember the OJ case, for... Maria? 
Do you know O.J. Simpson? He was in um, uh, The Naked Gun. Right. Okay. But you don't remember the <laughs> case. It's a pretty big news. I remember the case. No, you don't. Yeah, that is weird. That's very I weird that Mark Furman. I mean, I guess it's not. It's Fox News. Of course they did that. All right. And to bring our Framing Black People correspondent, our expert in Framing Black People, <laughs> go to Mark Furman in Charleston, South Carolina. Mark, how's it going? Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Do we have so any you, more? No, yeah, we don't. Uh, but you can call the voicemail line at 505-3-UNPOPS. That's 505-386-7677. Comments today also from the O.J. Simpson episode. Is his name Fourbanger? Yeah, Fourbanger says, brilliant article today, Adam. Hey, thanks. He's talking about the article I wrote about making a murderer in the OJ trial, where I compared the two, and it was a really good article. I'm sure it was. I'll read it. You always write brilliant articles, Adam. You're right. You're right. All right. Fuck off, Jeff. You don't don't see that very much. People love Jeff. Eric Tully says, fuck your caramel cheese popcorn and the hobo train carriage it rode in on. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Caramel and cheese on popcorn is delicious. Oh. They're good Almost mixed. anything on popcorn is delicious. <laughs> this, island, this person's very insistent they're from Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I'm Irish also, not from the UK. And then they write a really long thing, and then they just end it by going, I'm from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> did you say... I so, like Eric Tully. Did, did you say, did you make the classic American mistake of putting the Republic of Ireland in the UK? No, I think Jeff May just called him British. No, oh, okay. well, he calls in, I think, every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. we think he's from around there. We, we don't know specifically. I think he lives in Amsterdam. He's he's recommended a place when I was in well, he's, the UK or somewhere. He's, maybe he's just been there. Mm. I don't remember. Who knows? <laughs> God damn, this is going great. <laughs> what do you, Nick, what do, you, what do you have to say about Ireland? What do I have to say about it? Do you have anything to say about it? Because you know more about it. I I just think don't ever say that Ireland is part of Britain. Unless you're talking about Northern Ireland, yeah. which is part of Britain. Mm-hmm. And that's... Otherwise, you will rile up strange people who have the time to comment on your podcast. Uh, so don't make that mistake. And um, nice place. Mm. I've never been. It seems nice. I've seen I've, pictures I've been that once. seem to indicate otherwise. Yeah, don't go. I was lying. It's terrible. Of is what? Northern Ireland a good deal for the UK? Or is it just too much trouble? Like, oh, they, can, they should just have it. <laughs> You want me to solve the Irish problem? <laughs> no, right I just don't know. I'm asking questions. I'd like to learn I more. I don't even... You don't, see, as much as you guys might not feel you have a right to talk about it, I definitely don't either. Oh, okay. <laughs> as an English person, you're not even allowed to comment on that stuff. You just you just sort of you keep your mouth shut. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's one of those things where it's like if Adam is like, I'm going to solve racism today, which he has. He's accomplished many times yeah. over. Oh, but actually, really, you just don't talk about it. No. Okay, great. Got it. You know, it comes up on the TV sometimes... Irish people debating with each other, you need to turn it off. That's all. <laughs> Charlie Sanchez says much better sitcoms in the UK. Hmm. Wrong. Well, we got Peep Show, which is very good. We got the British Office, the original Office. The best. And we got Alan Partridge, so we got some really good ones. I like the, uh, I like the American Office. We have better. friends. Incorrect. We invented it. The American Office is good, but it Yeah, wouldn't. I know. I know you invented it. We've but... done very well considering the amount of resources we have compared to you guys. I agree, Americans the best sitcoms, Seinfeld, etc. Frasier, Curb. Frasier. Frasier. Well, I'm going back to the ones that I love. No, I love Frasier. Yeah. But, you know, you've got amazing sitcoms and no one's debating that. But given that we're just a tiny island with no money to put into this stuff, we just have two guys. You guys have got writer's rooms. We've just got two guys with no <laughs> money. No one gives them money. Then they say we're going to make one of the best sitcoms of all time, The Office. They just have to do that. 
you know, off their own bat. There's no, yeah, yeah. you know, so given our resources, we're doing quite Spaced well. Spaced started a Space is one of my for brilliant. all sorts of people. Yeah, that so was good. amazing. I like the IT crowd. Catastrophe, do you guys, do you like Catastrophe? good. I like Sharon Horgan a lot. I, th- I She had a show called Pulling that I really liked too before all this. I was oh, yeah. more of a fan of Pushing. But, Co-written you know. by Holly Walsh, <laughs> same birthday as me. Anyway, ah. Whatever. Why is someone writing that comment? Much better sitcoms in the UK. Did you guys talk about sitcoms? Yeah, I don't know what we what we were talking about. Probably Northern Ireland. Yeah, probably a really... Oh, look, Fraser is just shit. You guys talked about Fraser last week. We did talk about Fraser. That's funny. Uh, Chanel Cummings says, Brett, let's go on a date. Yeah! Aww. Brett's got a girlfriend. Sorry, Chanel. Right? Or is that your girlfriend? Yeah, I have a girlfriend. Sorry. Don't give that away. You almost had a date then. <laughs> she also Sorry. says, Jeff saying Hermione turns <laughs> me on. Who is it, Chanel Cummings? Me or Jeff? She said she wanted to marry me on Twitter. Oh, wow. So, oh. Chanel. Oh, she's so, uh... Fuck, marry, date. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, Jeff, Adam. Sorry, Chanel. We only have another. Oh, this is a good one. Angry Samoan. Hour and it's a half. not a tuba. That's good. Not a tumor. Ah, yeah. We're talking about tubers, legumes, and other... Thistles. Thistles, yeah, yeah. That was exciting stuff last week. I'm glad we covered that. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is also Angry Samoan. So, I'm an attorney, and I once got picked to be on a jury for an armed robbery case. I heard so many goofy excuses made by folks to get out of jury duty. My favorite was the guy who had his own criminal case pending. I'm still surprised I got picked to be on the jury, because attorneys usually end up inadvertently influencing the other juries, and everyone knows that. That was really boring. I don't know why I read that. <laughs> that was it wasn't that boring. Completely pointless. It started like it was going to be good, didn't it? And then petered out. I had jury duty once, and I, uh, it was when I was really young, and I bumped into a teacher of mine when I was down there. We were on break, and uh, he leaned in to my ear and goes, Are you one of the OJ jurors? What? <laughs> yeah, like, it was stupid. It was I had, yeah, we're in Illinois. I'm a, yeah, I was assuming you're not in California. <laughs> yeah. I had jury duty once, and I I couldn't find parking, and I didn't go. And I don't know what happens when you. Oh, don't go. you probably have a warrant out for your. Yeah, they probably send you an angry letter. I never got anything. Nothing ever happened. So how I wonder, long ago was this? Uh this was in 2010 you better go, or 11. Yeah, you better you're... go to fucking Zurich, hang out with Polanski. Yeah, yeah I'm just gonna, gonna have to go live in the UK. They're gonna come get you. I just want to quickly apologize to Angry Samoan for saying that message petered out because I've noticed Angry Samoan's not afraid to say fuck you, Brett, and ATB, so I don't want that kind of treatment in the comments section. Angry Samoan, <laughs> uh, say, say fuck you, Nick, in the comments, please. <laughs> just do it once. Yeah, we get, people are really, it's all a playful anger in our comments. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one really hates us, like Tim Clark's, like Tim Clark, Tim Clark's bitch ass. Cunt. Yeah. He's uh, from Australia, also part of the UK, I believe. Yeah. That was the cunt dinger. Why do you look so confused? Oh, it's like what the f- somebody's yeah. phone is super loud. No, you, you have a phone... cunt dinger. Have fun. The word <laughs> cunt dinger is fun. We've had, <laughs> Sorry, that, I can't we've stop. had it forever. I can't. This is the first time I've ever heard it. Heard what? The cunt dinger. Yay! <laughs> that was fun. It was. All right, should we get out of here? Yes. Yes, we should. Maria, do you have anything to plug? Um, I'm gonna just plug my web series, my super overactive imagination. I did that in the intro, also. Go to my website, mariashahada.com. <laughs> that wasn't Follow a, me on Twitter. That wasn't an invitation to plug other things. I'm just going to keep going. I also have a show coming up. <laughs> um, fuck it. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? Can I just, yeah, just my Twitter, at Nick Dixon with two X's, because someone took my actual name, Nick Dixon, with one X. We don't need to go into it. And there it. was one with three X's that was unrelated. Was there? Okay. Good uh, thing yeah. I pronounced it with two X's in the <laughs> yeah. intro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for that. Yeah. You know, so, or NickDixonComedian.com, my website, there's nothing really on there. But, uh, you know, 
I just need to get a few more Twitter followers, you know? Yeah. It's... The show will do it. Thank you. You should have a couple thousand after this. If you don't, just consider yourself, just like, just assume you sucked. Yeah, it's something, you, it's something you personally did wrong. All right. Yeah. Whatever it was. I have a show coming up in San Diego, February 19th, at the Comedy Palace with Jeff May and Alex Schmidt and Quincy Johnson and Vanessa Gritton. And I think that's it. I don't know. And uh, the 29th of this month, me and Danger Van Gorder will be doing another Nerd Rockers Ball at Lot 1 in Echo Park. Wee! Don't go to Lot 2. Do not go to Lot 2. Clowns. Yeah. Clowns, clowns at Lot 2. Yeah. Creepy stuff. All right. Get the fuck out of here. Maria, say goodbye. Goodbye. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Nick. Bye. 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 Bye.